0: Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 117th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. For this episode, I am drinking my favorite tea. Honestly, the way I see the world is drinking any other flavor of tea, knowing that this flavor of tea exists, is kind of a downgrade and that is cinnamon apple. I fell in love with this flavor of tea the first moment I tried it. Literally after trying it I question why other teas think they have the authority to exist knowing that cinnamon apple is already so much better than all of them and will always be. I've got my steaming mug of cinnamon apple tea sugared as god intended and the mug i'm drinking it in is a mug that reminds me of home it was custom made by my grandma like my grandma like got them custom made she didn't make them with her bare hands and for like all the family for i don't remember what holiday or what it was but the point is everybody got one and they all say our names in like this really pretty like lettering you guys remember when that was in And it has like pictures of the traditional like architecture of Guatape, which is where she lives. And it's basically like houses with like really colorful windows and yeah, just walls painted like very brightly. And sometimes they have like full on drawings that like tell stories. So yeah, that's what it is. And I always love drinking from it because it reminds me of home. What has happened this past week? Okay, so the day after I recorded the last episode was a Thursday, and I remember that day I was very sad. I had a full-on crisis in the morning. I was so homesick. I was just feeling so upset. I didn't want to be here. Like, I think that was, like, rock bottom (laughs) because I literally started asking myself. I was like, I don't think I can be happy here. Like, I couldn't envision, like, my life at this moment like me being here and actually being happy and that particular moment i was just like everything i care about is in my gene. you know it was it was rock bottom <laughs> and i definitely did take things like out of context and out of perspective because now i'm feeling much better and i'm like okay i do think i can be happy here it looks different and everything but i do think it's possible like i can't give up so quickly but yeah i was just very upset that day (laughs) i'm fine now to reassure you guys but yeah that was my thursday and there were also some fun things going on basically my school did like a christmas fair so they were giving out a bunch of free food so we got like waffles hot chocolate we decorated cookies it was very very fun obviously the lines were extremely long I arrived late to one class, but at least I had a waffle. So yeah, that was very fun. It definitely got me like in the Christmas spirit. I love these types of things. I have been feeling so festive this year. I haven't been feeling like this festive ever since I was a kid. I don't know, maybe it's just being in like, a cold place or just like having so many of the traditions that I grew up with. I don't know, so yeah, I'm feeling very festive, happy about that, and then on that day as well, in the evening, my residents threw like a little Christmas party as well, so that was fun, and it was really cool because I had already gone to one event of my residents, it was like the welcome party at the beginning of the school year, so I like kind of knew people already, and it was very fun, it was amazing because I was literally speaking three languages, I was like going between English, French, and Spanish, and I just love that because it challenges my brain. then on friday as we all know i have my day full of classes from 8am to 6pm and it was pretty standard just at the end of the day i had a mechanics lab which didn't go too well a little story behind that is i was like partnered up with who i thought was the most intelligent guy in the class but it turns out that he's just really intelligent for like theoretical stuff (laughs) and not practical things and mechanics under like the engineering point of view is not my strong suit either so it's not like yeah it was two people that didn't really know what was going on (laughs) and yeah you know we had some like problems like communicating agreeing on like approaches and things so yeah it was not too fun and it's okay you know it's over but Sometimes I do kind of hope that the, like, labs will kind of, like, raise my average, but that's not always the case, (laughs) so we'll see, we'll see about that. But something great happened that day, and it's that my dad came, my dad came to Bordeaux for the weekend, and it was so fun, it made me so happy, literally, I feel like those few days, like, solved all of my problems i can't put into words how happy it made me to have somebody like for my immediate family here and i hope that one day you know my mom and my sibling and my grandma can also come visit me but it just made me so happy even if it was just like 72 hours it made me so happy to just like be with him and especially since the last couple of days had been very difficult i don't know it just I feel like I really needed it, so I had a lot of fun. Like Friday, he came, he picked me up, and we went to his cousin's house, which is like on the outs, like not the outskirts. It's like pretty far (laughs) from Bordeaux, and yeah, that was nice. We just had a nice family dinner, and then on Saturday we did a little bit of just like shopping in the morning, things that he needed to take back with him, and then we had a nice family lunch, very yummy, and then in the afternoon. my aunt and uncle arrived as well so we went on a walk you know i took a bunch of pictures on my film camera i can't wait to get it developed because i took some really pretty shots (laughs) i think and so yeah that was very nice it was freezing but you know we were able to like see pretty things and spy the beach so it was very nice and then in the evening we watched the match that was france against mm, i don't even know i don't even know who they were playing like oh england (laughs) there we go um so i watched the match i was very much in the spirit i think it was the first time i watched like a complete match with such like concentration so yeah, i'm proud of myself every day i become more of a fifa girl (laughs) slay so yeah and then on sunday it was chill we went to a fabulous brunch in the morning oh my goodness i love brunch i think it's One of the best inventions of humanity i just love it's so fun to me it's so fun so yeah we had a brunch and it was overwhelming there was so much to choose from very fancy food it was a very fancy place and then after that we just walked around a little bit and in the afternoon we chilled i spent time with my dad and yeah just really relaxing and then i was supposed to leave like take the train On Sunday evening, but I was just like I want to spend more time with you, so I spent the night there as well. And then Monday morning, my dad dropped me off before going to the airport, um, which ended up working like much better. So yeah, I got here like at six a.m. in the morning. No. Okay. First of all, I am in the morning is redundant. Second of all, it was seven, not six. Um, So I got here. It was super early. And I was just like, okay, let's get started with my homework. You know, it was, I had never, like, it had been a long time since I started my week, like, that early. Because normally Mondays, I have class late, so I sleep in. But that day, I was up already. so. <laughs> Yeah, and then um i just had like my class and then i spent the afternoon like studying as well and in the evening it was super fun because we did secret santa in like my little friend group between the girls so it was very nice we gave each other our gifts and it was just such a wholesome experience i loved it you know we had hot chocolate we played cards And we just had like a really fun dynamic to give each other the gifts and everything. So it was just very heartwarming and it made me feel very happy. And I just love the concept of like Secret Santa, even though in Colombia we do Amigo Secreto, which is much better. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just a very fun experience. And once again, feeling very much in the Christmas spirit. And then after that, Tuesday was just a pretty normal day. I had my classes and I studied, nothing too eventful. And then today I had a math test which went uh, kind of so-so. I have been struggling so much with math this semester and it's kind of heartbreaking because I used to be very good at math and I've always loved math. So it's kind of like, "Mm." (laughs) I mean, I'm sad because loving math is so much easier, you know? (laughs) And when it comes naturally, it's just so much easier because you either got it or you don't, you know? And it's hard to like, I don't know. It's hard to like build this logic, you know, when you don't have it. So, yeah, Um, I hope I can. I hope that from here until the final, at some point, things will click and I'll just get it (laughs) and be able to do well on the final because, yeah, mm, my grade in that class is not that good. (laughs) Um, But it's okay, it's over. Um, One less thing to do and to worry about, so that's a win either way. My usual chemistry lecture I have today was canceled as well. So these like last few weeks of the semester because I have this week and then two weeks of class in January and my semester is over. So like these last few weeks are pretty chill, because like class some classes are finishing up and overall just my timetable is much less loaded. So it's great to have like larger windows of free time to study and like do other things. <laughs> And then yeah, I'm trying to record this episode in this gap, but then I have English and then I have to study a bit and then tonight I'm watching the match, it's France against Morocco, we will see, we will see if we pass, then we are in the finals, which is very exciting, it would be so cool if like literally my first year living in France, we won the, war- we won the world cup, that would be so cool, Um, but yeah, I'm gonna see the match. <laughs> I've had my, like, team, like, the the football team shirt on today, and it's great. It's a great conversation starter. So, yeah, I'm excited. Very excited for that. And, yeah, that's been my week. All right. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about, quote-unquote, lowering your standards. Now, the reason I'm saying this, like, quote-unquote, is, like, yes, we are going to be talking about lowering your standards... But I feel like in my life, lowering standards has always come with a negative connotation. So the point of debate today is gonna be if it really does need to have that negative connotation, or if maybe it's not that bad. The discussion is going to be broken up into two main points, academically and romantically, because those are the ones that at least like recently in my life have been resonating the most in terms of like lowering standards. And it's like the areas of my life in which I feel like you know people can discuss about these things. And so yeah just i'm gonna be giving like some context you know like what i think about those certain aspects and also just kind of like some conclusions because i noticed that as i was planning this episode like the conclusions came quite naturally in regards to like what my final position is towards lowering your standards in these ambits. So yeah, we're going to have like the conclusions kind of like implicitly in each category and then at the end, kind of like a little recap and just like a general observation that applies to both spheres. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Let's start off with the academics so this is the idea that birthed this whole episode and basically you know i've been struggling a lot with my grades this semester because i was used to getting like mm, 90 percent plus in grades you know in high school it was more like 80 percent plus um out of 100 you know like yeah percentage i don't know (laughs) um but yeah you know i was just used to that and then in my first semester in college that i did in colombia i did really really well you know everything was like over 90% and I mean I was doing very well like in my own criteria but also like regarding other people you know I had like a pretty high average like my average was higher than nearly everybody else let's put it like that I was even on like the honor list so I did really well and then I came here and it's like I am getting grades that like if you get you do the equivalent like they seem very low and there are people that are getting much higher grades, and there are people that are getting much lower grades, and there are people that are getting lower grades that are very happy with their grades, so I have just been very confused because, like, I don't know what the standard should be, like, I don't know what grades I can consider good, um and yeah, like, what the norm is, like, it's just been really weird for me to, like, get a grade and be like, oh, this is good, or oh, this is bad, and I don't know if that's what you should do, but in my mind, it's like, yeah, I need to have, like, some sort of reference frame, even if it's with myself, or if it's regarding other people, to just kind of, like, know where I'm standing, know what I need to work on, which are my strong suits, so yeah, I've been feeling very confused with all of that, and, you know, when we got back, like, our midterms, obviously talking, like, with my peers and everything, my friend Elise said something that really stuck with me and that I had never thought of before basically here in France there are like some selective schools that are like to prepare you for engineering school they're called like prepa and basically the way they work is that they're preparing you to get into like these very selective engineering schools and so only like the best people pass you know like everybody can get like a passing grade but only like the top percentage like the top people will go on so it's not enough for you to pass. You literally need to be better than almost everybody else. But that's not the case for what I'm doing, which is just like a normal bachelor's degree. If everybody like gets the passing grade, then everybody passes. There's like no competition between us. All you need to do is pass. And the only like thing that a high average could be useful for me to is getting into my selective study abroad program programs but there are programs that aren't that selective and that, you know, I don't need super high grades to get into. So really I don't need a super high average to succeed, you know, like. <laughs> and under that logic, Elise pointed out the following thing, she said. And okay, so here we're graded over 20 um, and the passing grade is 10. And so she said, an 11 is the same as an, as an 18. Like under both circumstances, you pass. Obviously we would all like to have 18s on everything, but literally, like, if you have an 11, like, you can, like, you're allowed to be just as happy as if you got an 18, because you passed, and that's all you needed to do, and a part of me is like, oh, that's really mediocre, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but honestly, this is, like, such a big revelation, and it really opens my mind, because it's true, like, obviously, there comes a lot of satisfaction with having a high average, like, a high GPA, but, like, in my case, like it's not mandatory, you know, like I can perfectly get on, I can perfectly get on my diploma and feel proud of myself if I'm getting, you know, like lower grades that are still passing grades. So I was just like, oh, you know, like this really opened my mind. I had never seen it like that. Cause again, we're not in that environment where we need to do better than everybody else. Like if everybody passes, everybody like goes on to the next year. It's not like a purgatory or something like that. So I've been trying to start to like adopt this mentality and like Objectively, it is lowering your standards. Like, if you go from expecting, like, um, like a 90% to expecting to have, like, an 11, like, obviously, an 11 out of 20, obviously, it is lowering your standards, but is it really that bad? Like, is it making me a bad student? Is it making me a, like, complacent person? Is it eliminating my drive? Is it, I don't know if I already said this, is it making me a bad student? You know, like, is it really that bad a thing? And furthermore, is it permanent? If I adopt this attitude right now, does it mean that I have to stick with it the rest of my life? Or can it be just kind of like a transitory phase as I'm adapting to this new country, this new education system, and then maybe I can start increasing my standards again? Those are just some questions that I want to put on the table for us to discuss throughout this episode so the thing is with this mentality of an 11 is the same as an 18 one thing is for sure and it is that i will be much happier this way let's say i get the same set of grades and in one case i adopt the mentality of you know all you need to do is pass even if it's not that high a grade at least you passed and you can be proud of that and in the other case i am expecting myself to get like these very high grades you know like 90 percent Um, and so yeah, there are two cases where I'm getting the same amount of grades, but like the same kind of grades, and I'm just analyzing differently. In the first case, I would be much happier, you know, because my standards are lower. And so these grades kind of like fall under the umbrella of grades that I can be happy with, because they're passing grades, even though they're kind of low. Whereas in the other case, if I got those same grades, and I'm still passing, but I have the expectation of getting super high grades, I wouldn't be happy or satisfied with those grades. So I'd just be miserable, even though, like, in both cases, I have the same kinds of grades. It's just my outlook is different. And this is something that I already see around me. For instance, on my math midterm, I got 11 out of 20. And I was like, I was like that's kind of low, because I know people that got, like, 12. I know people that got 15 no, I just know one person that got 12 and one person that got 15, but then I know a person who got nine, a person who got eight, a person who got seven, and quite frankly, like, there are many, like, I think there are many more people that failed it than people who passed it, and those people that failed it, they were either like, oh, but it's okay, you know, like, it's okay, and one even said to me, like, oh, I'm actually really happy with my grade because it's close to the passing grade, you know, like, I may have failed it, but I almost passed it, you know, And I was like, wow, you know, like these people got lower grades than me and they're more like content with their grades than I am, you know? And my point is like, they're happier than me, you know? So it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I do need to kind of like shift my perspective. But I must say that it's just really hard for me because, okay, I think this is an inevitable karma that life is throwing in my way. But I always frowned upon those types of people that were like, Oh, at least I passed. At least I passed. Because when I was doing super well, I was like, passing is not enough. You know, you want to have a really high GPA because of this, this, and this. It will be useful, like, successful people, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, honestly, your GPA, like, in high- in college, like, it doesn't matter that much. But when I was in that point of my life where I was getting, like, super high grades all the time, I frowned upon people that, like, were kind of, like, complacent by just passing a grade. You know, I was like, no, like, you can't settle. You know, you always need to, like, push for more, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, huh, now I'm becoming one of those people that is allowing herself to be satisfied with a mere passing grade. And I just really do think this is karma. I feel like the universe was like, okay, this girl is a little too judgmental. Let's teach her a lesson. I feel like that's also what happens. Like, literally, I swear, every time, it's the most homophobic parents that end up with a child That belongs to lgbtq plus community you know and i just feel like it's a universe teaching those parents a lesson that they need to be like more tolerant and open-minded and yeah that's kind of like what's happening to me with my closed-mindedness on grades and what you can consider a good grade and what grade you are allowed to be proud of you know now the world is like listen you need to like lower your standards so all of this lowering standards leads to the question does this make me a mediocre student because that that's like my biggest fear I really think back, like, before I left Colombia, a teacher told me that I was the best, like, a college teacher told me that I was the best student he had encountered in, like, his entire career in teaching, and that is just, like, one of the most special things anybody has ever told me, because I really love being a student, and I love, like, classroom environments, and I really loved his class, and so it was just, like, wow, you know, like, That made me feel so happy and all the semester i've been thinking like what would he think if he saw your grades now like (laughs) girl so i've really been questioning like am i a mediocre student just because now my standards for like grades that i can feel proud of are lower and i was talking about this with my sibling which is a very like self-demanding person like they're very hard on themselves and they always want like very good grades and whenever they fail an exam it literally is the end of the world like I'm my point is I'm talking to like a person who is very like demanding of themselves and that has very high standards and I don't know if they actually meant what they said or they just said it to me to like stop me from like literally spiraling (laughs) but what they said was you're not a mediocre student you know a mediocre student is a person who doesn't even try a person who doesn't even care whereas you like you are studying a lot Maybe you're not getting like fabulous grades, but at least you're putting in the effort. At least you're trying your best. And at least like after each grade that you may fail or that you may get a lower grade on, like you try harder for next time and you try to improve. That is not a mediocre student at all. Like basically the lesson is that you just, you can't judge yourself solely upon the outcome. And basically what I've sort of come to terms with is that this mentality doesn't make you complacent. For a simple reason. Like, literally, who wouldn't want a perfect score? Who wouldn't want, like, 18s on everything? Like, obviously, that's what we all aspire to. So even if you do lower your standards, and if you're like, okay, realistically, I'm expecting, like, a 12 or a 14 from this test, like, even if you do lower those standards, that doesn't mean you don't want an 18 or a 20 or, like, super high grades. It's just that, you know, you're, like, lowering your standards a little bit. But my point is, you don't stop wanting Those super high grades, and you don't stop like deep down aiming for those high grades, you know? And the way I see it, you should always study for like every test with the goal of getting 100 out of 100, you know? Rarely this will happen, but my point is when you're at your desk studying and doing the exercises, you need to think to yourself, like, what would I need to do in order to get a perfect score? You know, like, what skills do I need to master? What do I need to understand? Like, that's kind of the thought process you want to follow. So you're not gonna stop doing that. The difference is that you're gonna react differently when you don't achieve those standards. But the way I see it, like you should keep studying with the same like rigor and like dedication, but the difference is you shouldn't beat yourself up when you don't get such a high grade. You can continue aspiring towards those grades, but the difference and what I really mean by lowering your standards is that after you try your best, after you try studying for a perfect score, and you don't get it, this is where the difference lies in how you react to that score. And you're like, okay, well, at least I still pass. You know, it's within my like realistic range of expectations, which may be slightly lower. But the point is, you're not going to stop working for the perfect score. You're not going to stop dreaming of the perfect score. But you're going to be kind to yourself when you don't get it, because it's okay. So yeah, basically regarding academics, an 11 is the same as an eighteen. And if you lower your standards, like literally you're only helping yourself because you're being kinder to yourself, you're being more understanding to yourself, but this doesn't make you a mediocre student because you're still very much invested in your like academics and you still care and you still want to improve and you still want to learn. And every time you're studying for something, you're studying with the goal in mind to get like a perfect grade and you're trying to do the things that will get you there. But most of the times that's not the case. So you're going to be like understanding towards yourself like when, when you don't get those perfect grades. And you're gonna establish basically like a secondary, like realistic range of grades that you can like expect and f- also feel proud of, even if they're not like super high grades, but still things that you're like actually comfortable with. So for me, what the panorama looks like now is anything above 10.5, which this semester, that's what I need to be able to stay in the international program that I'm in. I need like a 10.5, like that's 0.5, more selective than like the normal passing grade so any grade above 10.5 is enough like literally that's enough that's all i need and grades that i can like be like oh like girl you you popped off is from 15 to 20 i feel like those are grades that i'm like okay yeah good 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 but anything from like 10.5 to 14.9 like they're they're still good grades like i still pass you know it's okay let's start off with the academics. So this is the idea that birthed this whole episode. And basically, you know, I've been struggling a lot with my grades this semester because I was used to getting like mm, 90% plus in grades. You know, in high school, it was more like 80% plus um. Out of 100 you know like yeah percentage i don't (laughs) know um but yeah you know i was just used to that and then in my first semester in college that i did in colombia i did really really well you know everything was like over 90 percent and i mean i was doing very well like in my own criteria but also like regarding other people you know i had like a pretty high average like my average was higher than nearly everybody else let's put it like that i was even on like the honor list so I did really well and then I came here and it's like I am getting grades that like if you get you do the equivalent like they seem very low and there are people that are getting much higher grades and there are people that are getting much lower grades and there are people that are getting lower grades that are very happy with their grades so I have just been very confused because like I don't know what the standard should be like I don't know what grades I can consider good um And yeah like what the norm is like it's just been really weird for me to like get a grade and be like oh this is good or oh this is bad and i don't know if that's what you should do but in my mind it's like yeah i need to have like some sort of reference frame even if it's with myself or if it's regarding other people to just kind of like know where i'm standing know what i need to work on which are my strong suits so yeah i've been feeling very confused with all of that and you know when we got back like our midterms obviously talking like with my peers and everything my friend elise said something that really stuck with me and that I had never thought of before basically here in France there are like some selective schools that are like to prepare you for engineering school they're called like prepa and basically the way they work is that they're preparing you to get into like these very selective engineering schools and so only like the best people pass you know like everybody can get like a passing grade but only like the top percentage like the top people will go on so it's not enough for you to pass you literally need to be better than almost everybody else, but that's not the case for what I'm doing, which is just like a normal bachelor's degree if everybody like gets the passing grade then everybody passes there's like no competition between us. all you need to do is pass and the only like thing that a high average could be useful for me to is getting into my selective study abroad program programs. But there are programs that aren't that selective and that, you know, I don't need super high grades to get into. So really, I don't need a super high average to succeed, you know, like. <laughs> and under that logic, Elise pointed out the following thing. She said, and okay, so here we're graded over 20 Um, and the passing grade is 10. And so she said, an 11 is the same as an, as an 18. Like, under both circumstances, you pass. Obviously, we would all like to have 18s on everything, but literally, like, if you have an 11, like, you can, like, you're allowed to be just as happy as if you got an 18, because you passed, and that's all you needed to do. And a part of me is like, oh, that's really mediocre, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but honestly, this is, like, such a big revelation, and it really opens my mind, because it's true, like, obviously, there comes a lot of satisfaction with having a high average, like, a high GPA, but, like, in my case, like, it's not mandatory, you know, like, I can perfectly get on, I can perfectly get on my diploma and feel proud of myself if I'm getting, you know, like, lower grades that are still passing grades, so I was just like, oh, you know, like, this really opened my mind, I had never seen it like that, because, again, we're not in that environment where we need to do better than everybody else, like, if everybody passes, everybody, like, goes on to the next year, it's not, like, a purgatory or something like that, so I've been trying to start to, like, adopt this mentality, and, like, objectively it is lowering your standards like if you go from expecting like um like a 90 percent to expecting to have like an 11 like obviously an 11 out of 20 obviously it is lowering your standards but is it really that bad like is it making me a bad student is it making me a like complacent person is it eliminating my drive is it I don't know if I already said this, is it making me a bad student, you know, like, is it really that bad a thing? And furthermore, is it permanent? If I adopt this attitude right now, does it mean that I have to stick with it the rest of my life? Or can it be just kind of like a transitory phase as I'm adapting to this new country, this new education system, and then maybe I can start increasing my standards again? Those are just some questions that I want to put on the table for us to discuss throughout this episode. So the thing is, with this mentality of an 11 is the same as an 18, one thing is for sure, and it is that I will be much happier this way. Let's say I get the same set of grades. And in one case, I adopt the mentality of, you know, all you need to do is pass, even if it's not that high a grade, at least you passed and you can be proud of that. And in the other case, I am expecting myself to get like these very high grades, you know, like 90%. Um, and so yeah there are two cases where I'm getting the same amount of grades but like the same kind of grades and I'm just analyzing differently in the first case I would be much happier you know because my standards are lower and so these grades kind of like fall under the umbrella of grades that I can be happy with because they're passing grades even though they're kind of low whereas in the other case If I got those same grades and I'm still passing, but I have the expectation of getting super high grades, I wouldn't be happy or satisfied with those grades. So I'd just be miserable, even though, like, in both cases, I have the same kinds of grades. It's just my outlook is different. And this is something that I already see around me. For instance, on my math midterm, I got 11 out of 20. And I was like, like, that's kind of low, because I know people that got like 12, I know people that got 15 no, I just know one person that got 12 and one person that got 15, but then I know a person who got nine, a person who got eight, a person who got seven, and quite frankly, like, there are many, like, I think there are many more people that failed it than people who passed it, and those people that failed it, they were either like, oh, but it's okay, you know, like, it's okay, and one even said to me, like, oh, I'm actually really happy with my grade because it's close to the passing grade, you know, like, I may have failed it, but I almost passed it, you know, And I was like, wow, you know, like these people got lower grades than me and they're more like content with their grades than I am, you know? And my point is like, they're happier than me, you know? So it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I do need to kind of like shift my perspective. But I must say that it's just really hard for me because, okay, I think this is an inevitable karma that life is throwing in my way. But I always frowned upon those types of people that were like, Oh, at least i passed at least i passed because when i was doing super well i was like passing is not enough you know you want to have a really high gpa because of this this and this it will be useful like successful people blah 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 and it's like honestly your gpa like in high in college like it doesn't matter that much but when i was in that point of my life where i was getting like super high grades all the time i frowned upon people that like were kind of like complacent by just passing a grade You know, I was like, no, like, you can't settle. You know, you always need to, like, push for more, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, huh, now I'm becoming one of those people that is allowing herself to be satisfied with a mere passing grade. And I just really do think this is karma. I feel like the universe was like, okay, this girl is a little too judgmental. Let's teach her a lesson. I feel like that's also what happens. Like, literally, I swear, every time, it's the most homophobic parents that end up with a child that belongs to LGBTQ plus community, you know, and I just feel like it's a universe teaching those parents a lesson that they need to be like more tolerant and open minded. And yeah, that's kinda like what's happening to me with my closed-mindedness on grades and what you can consider a good grade and what grade you are allowed to be proud of. You know, now the world is like, listen, you need to like lower your standards. So all of this lowering standards leads to the question, does this make me a mediocre student? Cause that that's, like, my biggest fear, I really think back, like, before I left Colombia, a teacher told me that I was the best, like, a college teacher told me that I was the best student he had encountered in, like, his entire career in teaching, and that is just, like, one of the most special things anybody has ever told me, because I really love being a student, and I love, like, classroom environments, and I really loved his class, and so it was just, like, wow, you know, like, that made me feel so happy and all the semester i've been thinking like what would he think if he saw your grades now like (laughs) girl so i've really been questioning like am i a mediocre student just because now my standards for like grades that i can feel proud of are lower and i was talking about this with my sibling which is a very like self-demanding person like they're very hard on themselves and they always want like very good grades and whenever they fail an exam it literally is the end of the world like I'm my point is I'm talking to like a person who is very like demanding of themselves and that has very high standards and I don't know if they actually meant what they said or they just said it to me to like stop me from like literally spiraling (laughs) but what they said was you're not a mediocre student you know a mediocre student is a person who doesn't even try a person who doesn't even care whereas you like you are studying a lot Maybe you're not getting like fabulous grades, but at least you're putting in the effort. At least you're trying your best. And at least like after each grade that you may fail or that you may get a lower grade on, like you try harder for next time and you try to improve. That is not a mediocre student at all. Like basically the lesson is that you just, you can't judge yourself solely upon the outcome. And basically what I've sort of come to terms with is that this mentality doesn't make you complacent. For a simple reason, like literally, who wouldn't want a perfect score? Who wouldn't want like 18s on everything? Like obviously that's what we all aspire to. So even if you do lower your standards and if you're like, okay, realistically, I'm expecting like a 12 or a 14 from this test, like even if you do lower those standards, that doesn't mean you don't want an 18 or a 20 or like super high grades. It's just that, you know, you're like lowering your standards a little bit. But my point is you don't stop wanting Those super high grades, and you don't stop like deep down aiming for those high grades, you know? And the way I see it, you should always study for like every test with the goal of getting 100 out of 100, you know? Rarely this will happen, but my point is when you're at your desk studying and doing the exercises, you need to think to yourself, like, what would I need to do in order to get a perfect score? You know, like, what skills do I need to master? What do I need to understand? Like, that's kind of the thought process you want to follow. So you're not going to stop doing that. The difference is that you're going to react differently when you don't achieve those standards. But the way I see it, like you should keep studying with the same like rigor and like dedication. But the difference is you shouldn't beat yourself up when you don't get such a high grade. You can continue aspiring towards those grades. But the difference and what I really mean by lowering your standards is that after you try your best, after you try studying for a perfect score... And you don't get it. The this is where the difference lies in how you react to that score, and you're like, okay, well, at least I still pass. You know, it's within my like realistic range of expectations, which may be slightly lower. But the point is, you're not gonna stop working for the perfect score. You're not gonna stop dreaming of the perfect score, but you're gonna be kind to yourself when you don't get it, because it's okay. So yeah, basically regarding academics, an eleven is the same as an eighteen. And if you lower your standards, like literally you're only helping yourself because you're being kinder to yourself, you're being more understanding to yourself, but this doesn't make you a mediocre student because you're still very much invested in your like academics and you still care and you still want to improve and you still want to learn. And every time you're studying for something, you're studying with the goal in mind to get like a perfect grade and you're trying to do the things that will get you there. But most of the times that's not the case. So you're going to be like understanding towards yourself like when you don't get those perfect grades and you're going to establish basically like a secondary like realistic range of grades that you can like expect and also feel proud of even if they're not like super high grades but still things that you're like actually comfortable with so for me what the panorama looks like now is anything above 10.5 which this semester that's what i need to be able to stay in the international program that i'm in i need like 10.5 like that's 0.5 more selective than like the normal passing grade so any grade above 10.5 is enough like literally that's enough that's all i need and grades that i can like be like oh like girl you you popped off is from 15 to 20 i feel like those are grades that i'm like okay yeah good 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 but anything from like 10.5 to 14.9 like they're, they're still good grades like i still pass you know it's okay So let's wrap things up. Kind of like the main thing that I reached inside my head is basically surrounding like adapting to reality. That's kind of like the last thing I said in the romance section. But I truly do think it's a matter of adapting to reality. Sure, you are lowering your standards, but not because you're lazy um, or anything like that. Just really because we live in a world that's imperfect and i kind of relate this to physics sometimes in physics problems we consider like ideal cases you know where some like forces or actions can be like are negligible for instance um the resistance of the air you know things like that we make like certain approximations and we think like okay we're gonna analyze this problem under ideal circumstances but deep down we know that that's not exactly how it would play out in the real world and i feel like that's what we need to do in our personal lives as well you know in an ideal world like our lives would probably be very different but that's not the case and rather than like fighting it i feel like we'll go so much further if we just accept it you know there are certain factors that come into play that kind of like force us to lower the bar you know And that's not a bad thing. It's literally just like adapting to the very real world that is around us, you know? If things were different, then maybe we could have these like perfectly high standards and nothing would ever come in the way. But that's not the case. So I feel like for our own sake, like we just need to get rid of the narrative that things are supposed to be like this and just like embrace them for the way they really are and stop wasting time and energy thinking like, oh, but if it were like this or if this, you know, just like acknowledge things for the way they truly are and work from there, you know, like there's no point in trying to like say, oh, but if this were like this, no, you're not getting anywhere like that, honey. I really do feel that once you adopt this mindset, it frees you and it allows you to be just more realistic and just like productive, you know, because you can make, for instance, like you can make calculations based upon this new model or you can like make predictions or just like figure out your life philosophy regarding something that's actually like true you know we don't live in an ideal world so we need to count in and factor for those tiny annoying little variables that have impacts so basically tying this back to like the academic sense we like humans make mistakes you can never get like perfect scores on everything that's just impossible so instead of like pushing yourself to do that just kind of accept that it won't be the case, and work with the abilities you do have, the abilities you can develop, but yeah, just, like, lower that kind of, like, standard, you know, and same goes for romantically, know that you can't find, like, a perfect person in every sense, so kind of, like, lower your bar and try to look for somebody that's a little bit, like, more realistic, and that doesn't mean that, like, I didn't say at any moment that like you needed to get with someone toxic, you know, that there was no point left in searching. Like, no, I'm just saying that this perfect like dreamy guy, like the one that appears in the movies, he doesn't exist. So you need something a little bit more realistic, but under no circumstances, like a genuinely bad, dangerous, harmful person. Like, I hope nobody misinterpreted me, but I just want to be very clear. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying like tweak down your standards a little bit, just a little bit. For this week's recommendation, literally, this has been the cornerstone of my mental health. This has been my coping mechanism for the past couple of weeks. This is what I look forward to every day, and it is Gossip Girl. I'm rewatching Gossip Girl, and it has been so fun. Like, I literally look forward to having like my meals because that's when i watch netflix or even just like finishing up everything i have to do in the day a little bit earlier so that i can watch like 20 minutes of gossip girl before going to bed like literally it motivates me so much and i know the show is like it's so bad it's good you know it's literally like a guilty pleasure you know like all their scheming you know everything that goes on like the crazy outfits like literally i know i know it's bad but i just enjoy it so much i find it so entertaining And yeah, it's just really become like my comfort show. And I am absolutely devastated that they're removing it from Netflix, at least here on the 31st of December. So it's like, you know, I really got to enjoy the time I got left. But in the new year, I'm definitely going to have to find another way to cope (laughs) with reality. Um, But yeah, for now, I'm just really enjoying that. Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at TheaSTpodcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. (laughs) Whatever your platform lets you do. It would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, theastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there, alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest, and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time, and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in, have a beautiful week, and a wonderful existence.